Hello, Tile friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. My name is Luke Jackson Miller, your host. It is my privilege and my honor to uh, be bringing to you today a conversation I had with Angie. And Angie is a, a designer, Angie Weber. You, you might know her from Facebook group or Instagram. Uh, and we covered a lot of great ground today. We talked about the upcoming trade shows and uh, kind of went into some details on what you should expect and how you should prepare to get the most out of them. We had a really good, well-rounded discussion about uh, the first week, really, or the first weekend in uh, Las Vegas of February. We have three or four trade shows, and uh, it's design and construction week, so there's a lot going on. And uh, then, of course, we talked about coverings, which there's going to be a, a fantastic time in Orlando. Um, and coverings uh, in April, April 18th. So you're really going to enjoy this if you're interested in learning more about trade shows. We also got into Angie's design business. You know, she, uh, last week you heard Jeff Curran on the podcast and Jeff um, employed Angie and brought her into this industry and brought her to coverings where we first met and I interviewed the whole team um, and the whole details tile team there at coverings. I think it was 2019 maybe, 2019 and um, had a really good discussion. So it's fun to see it come full circle and to see Angie uh, start her design, her own design firm and kind of the different approach she's taken with it. And you're really gonna be interested to learn about what she has to say about uh, Tyler's working with her, working with other designers and how we can better uh, communicate and uh, better have a, have a better experience and a, more value to our, our clients in the long run. And so I know you're going to enjoy this episode, this interview with Angie. Uh, Tile Money Podcast is brought to you by the Tile Money University. Tile Money University is where we're having ongoing, uh, further advanced education, one-on-one -on -one group coaching, as well as video tutorials along with worksheets to help you better understand your business, your marketing systems, your uh, administration, your pricing, um, how to raise your value, um, how to sell yourself, how to communicate better with your clients. And we're, we're assisting Tyler's every single week inside our mastermind as a group coaching, as well as private coaching. And uh, if you want to learn more, head over to tilemoneyuniversity.com. Just click the link in the show notes in the description of this video podcast. All right. Enjoy this discussion with Angie. I'm very excited to have you back on the show. Angie, just uh, for everybody's benefit, uh, tell them the name of your business, where you're at and what you do. Hi, yes, thank you for having me back. I am Angie with Nico Tati Designs. I am based out of Rockwall, just outside of Dallas, Texas. And I'm so happy to be back. It's been a it's been a while, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so what do you so you're a designer now? So you went full time or you've been full time into design since uh, the first time we met. And, yes. and you launched your own design firm, right? I did. Yeah. And it's been, it's been a heck of a year and a half, uh, lots of ups and downs, but it's just been so worth it. And it's been so much fun. I'm, um, doing less with clients, which is, you know, I love that. <laughs> uh, and working more with a lot of contractors and installers in my area, working with some, contractors installers remotely uh just doing a quick design or a quick um zoom consultation um and putting designs together you know from a simple tub surround to 50 foot fireplaces um you know um 
So it's just, it's been a hectic kind of a fun. Yeah, nice. So that sounds really interesting. So you've kind of, you said you're happier to kind of uh, offer your services to the contractor community. Um, and you explain a couple of ways, what kind of contractors, I mean, what, what kind of jobs are these, are, are these, you know, because of what I think is, is a, when a job, when a homeowner wants a designer, wants somebody to kind of, you know, put things on paper and put the vision on paper so they can assist them to see it because not everybody can see what that job's going to look like as well as you can, or even a tile installer who has done 30, 30, you know, tub surrounds or shower mm -hmm. remodels, right? Like what are the benefits of a contractor getting you involved? I mean, does that raise the value to the client or, or how, how do you see, how does that work? Do you, do you then, does he pass you off to the client? I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. So it really just depends on who the contractor or installer is. I work with a couple of general contractors here in the Rockwall Dallas area. Um, and of course I work with a lot of my fellow um, Texas tile posse guys, um, those installers who are, some are local and some are just, you know, we're all over Texas. And so it'll just be as simple as, um, you know, grout color or tile direction, or it'll be something, you know, extravagant, like we want to do marble and we want inlays and we want this and that. And, or a client who is finds an installer and it's like design my bathroom well he's an installer not a designer and so um little like mickey mouse clubhouse that's a surprise for later you know so mm -hmm. it's a little uh back pocket secret for some of the guys where i can come in talk to the client whether it's a zoom call or in person um visit the space run through what they would like and then i design something um, of course, being in this in the industry for so long, you know, I always say that Jeff Curran raised me in this industry and I was, you know, in the industry, I was raised by an installer. Mm. So when I design, I design with the installation process in mind. And so I'm always like, okay, well, if we're going to do marble, do we need to seal it? Do we need to do this? Are we sealing before? Are we sealing after? Let's try not to do that. What are we doing with our waterproofing? What are we doing with our studs? That niche can't go there because it's an exterior wall. You know, so there's all of these little things that go into the overall interior design. So when I turn in a packet or um, like a bid, it's not just, hey, here's how I'm going to make it look pretty. It's like, no, here's what you give to your contractor and they follow it exactly. And you're going to have, you know, a great... A, you know, solid waterproofing, solid installation and something really pretty. Nice. I love that. I love that explanation because so many times, you know, coming from a contractor installer's perspective, the communication between the designer and the contractor is, is, is not what it should be. You know, there's no. lacking, there's lacking, <laughs> there's a lot lacking. So, so being right. that, that you've kind of received this gift to be, you know, um, have more education. It seems like more education background from the installer's viewpoint of the way things should be done and have to be done to, you know, to, to be appropriate. Um, you're kind of breaking through that barrier is what it sounds like to me with your contractors. You're, you're, you know, there, there is no barrier because you speak their language. Right. And that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing is that I'm able to, you know, communicate with the installer or the contractor or the plumber or the electrician 
or the framer, you know, whatever installer is on site to be able to get that functionality of the design and then make the design come, you know, come to life. And I'm able to communicate with the designer. You know, a lot of times you like when you're sick and you go to a doctor and the doctor's using all of these gigantic big words and you're like, am I going to live? Am I going to die? Like, do I need medication? And so it's, it's, I'm really fortunate to be able to be trained and brought up in an industry that is so open to teaching me. I mean, there isn't a day that I don't reach out to one of my installer friends and I'm like, Hey, can you just walk me through this process? I'm designing this. How should I, you know, what exactly like, what's my shower pan going to look like? What should I do here if I'm using this tile? So there's a lot of, you know, moving parts. And I'm just so grateful for the industry because, you know, you guys, everyone's just kind of accepted me and I'm, I'm not an installer and I'm just so grateful. Well, to be frank, I, I think, I think we need more designers. You know, we need more Angie's to come into our community and we appreciate you. I mean, if I can speak on others behalf, you know, so dare I, but we appreciate you as a community, <laughs> right? Because um, of your desire for the education and your desire to kind of get in the mix and, um, we're going to talk about the trade shows and stuff, but I, I, I still kind of want to dig into this a little bit further because from what I'm hearing, it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful match for a contractor to be able to offer design services, but not have to understand the, the software, not have to understand SketchUp or 2020, whatever you're using and right. not have to, you know, go into that really a brand new trade really be, or a brand new industry. It's, it's outside mm -hmm. of, it's, it's so intricate to what we do, but it's, it's a new skill to learn. And so if I'm a contractor in anywhere, anywhere in the world, really, um, now I can collaborate with you. I can offer design services and collaborate with you. What does that look like? Like if I'm here in Florida and I, I sell your services, um, do I hand you off to my client and you start talking to them about their design choices or what, how does that communication kind of go? Walk me through a project, like a simple uh, bathroom remodel. Yeah, so I think uh, the, the simplest thing that we have that I do right now is an installer will say, hey, I have this client and they haven't picked any materials, how can you help? And so I get on a Zoom call or a FaceTime with the client. They show me their bathroom. Um, of course, I've already talked to the installer. So I already know exactly like, okay, we're going to demo the tub. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So the construction side of it, I already know. So now it's time to hear the pretty side of it and how mm -hmm. we're going to make it super pretty. And so that's the conversation where, you know, keywords like I want it to be clean and I want it spa like or I want it chic and I want it modern or there's the clients that you know are in Florida you know they're like I want it I want to bring the ocean inside mm -hmm. you know I want it to be just a really nice open space with a lot of bright colors or maybe some coral colors and blues you know so there's a lot of those keywords that you know I mean, if you told an installer, I want a chic bathroom, let's face it, guys, you know, like, are we going to, at least the installers I know are going to be like a right. subway tile, three by six, like that's as yeah. chic as it's going to get. Right. So um, when it comes to that, then I'll, I'll go back to the contractor, the installer and say, okay, what are your tile vendors? 
who is in your area? Are we working with floor and decor? Are we working with Dell tile? Are we, what are we working with? Like who, what are our options? And then from there, depending on what vendors we have in that area, then we'll go ahead and start selecting materials and start selecting, you know, really start solidifying exactly what's going to be used from starting at the studs to the grout. Um, and just, you know, go from there. And that's basically the entire process. And I turn everything over to the installer and then nice little digital packet. If they want it mailed, then I mail it out. Um, and that's basically, and I walk away and I love that, right. <laughs> you know, so I, it's great. Sometimes I get a call back and they're like, Hey, you know, now that we have this opened up, it's not going to work or, you know, your measurement, you know, measurements were off or, you know, whatever, I'm always available for, to hop on a call. Um, so it's not like I'm just, I walk away and I disappear, but I, I love not having to deal with the project management side of it, which I think anyone who knows me knows that I'd rather not do that. (laughs) I'd rather not manage. Um, I'd rather, you know, speak to the contractor and be like, okay, what do we need to do to get it done? What do you, how can I help you succeed and get this done? Yeah, that's a great point. And it goes back to, you know, knowing your trade, staying in your lane, that kind of conversation, us as contractors. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying there's no tile installer. I, I know there's tile installers who want to learn 2020 and want to offer mm-hmm. design and kind of, you know, that's great. I mean, whatever, um, you fit in and whatever you're really attracted to. But the point is raising your value by offering a co-service with Angie or another designer. You know, once I started realizing that, that I could, I could raise my value and attract a, a, a different type of clientele, you know, by, by simply putting on my website, we offer design services. And I look, I started to learn 2020. I did. And I started to go down that mm-hmm. rabbit trail. And then I realized what a lot of work it was. And I thought, why not just partner with a couple of designers locally? Yeah. And I love the part where you said, you know, you, you realize, you recognize you, you don't want to do the prop, the project management because that's a whole nother skill, right? It is That's a whole nother skill and things can go really bad. That's a very important skill. It is. And there's a lot of, there's, it's a lot of skill. It's a lot of patience. Um, It's a lot of being able to have thick skin and, you know, part of the reason, and it's a lot of time. Um, Part of the reason that I wanted to start my own company was because I wanted to spend more time with my kids. You know, I wanted to um, be able to shut my phone off. I wanted to, you know, I have an eight year old Michael and for years, literally years, I had been promising baseball and summer camps and after sport, you know, after school activities. And I couldn't commit to it because I was always busy. My phone was always going off. I was working late. There was job site visits. There was I mean, at one point I was picking up material for the guys, you know, because we needed to get the job done. And my family suffered because of that. My kids suffered. And so I was so being able to get away from project management means, you know, my kid gets to have baseball and he goes to sailing camp and he does jujitsu and he does all of these things that he wasn't able to do anymore. And I'm able to be present for that because that's the important part is being present 
for it, you know, being, you know, the baseball mom that shows up and is actually like, okay, it's the second inning and we got this and we, you know, like being in the moment and not being stuck on your phone, worried about, oh my gosh, did the guys make it on time? Did they close the door? Oh my gosh, the dog got out, (laughs) you know, angry clients. And it's just such a breath of fresh air and such a load off my shoulders to not manage clients and their projects. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's awesome. And on the flip side, contractors, you know, what I found as an installer contractor, I was moving, I was already doing some of the management and I actually found myself enjoying that more, the project management more. And as I went on and on and continued, you know, after 15 years of installing tile, 20 years, it's like, all right, what's the next level? You know, how can I elevate my brand and offer more to, you know, my clients. And part of that was managing bathroom remodels, a small project. And I found that like you found, I was able to communicate with all the other trades very well because Mm -hmm. I kind of knew as a Tyler, you know, what has to be done uh, before you get there. You know, you kind of know enough about it to line it up and look for good trades, trades, uh, people that you, you know, respect and would want on your working in your house. And then you get, you, you work with a designer like Angie and it's a beautiful thing. And that's how you raise your value. If you can't, there's two ways to make more money. You got to add more personnel, add more volume to your work or add more value, you know, raise your value and, and attract a different clientele. One that wants a, a white glove service, wants a project manager, wants a designer, wants the installer to know, you know, be the best installers and the best tradespeople working in their house. And that's, that's as simple as it is, um, but we overcomplicate it and we think that it can't be that simple, but really communication is, is the running theme here so far. And you, you've been someone I've watched, you know, like we said, I met you at the first trade show there in coverings. And I think you've been to more trade shows than I have in the last few years. <laughs> it's, I think it was 2019 and it was in Orlando um and it was just so much so much fun it was i had never been to anything like it and it was just so cool to be able to meet you know not only you but you know all of these installers you know cuz the online community is so crazy and different and so you get to meet these people and these different you know industry groups and it's just so cool to be able to hang out and walk around the show and trade stories and, you know, break bread with y'all. And it's just the cool, I love trade shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All about the communication at the trade shows for sure. Um, Somebody asked me what's the most valuable reason or the most important reason. And ultimately everybody pretty much says the people, you know, go for the networking opportunities, but what does that exactly mean? Can you break down kind of, what you what was your biggest takeaway from that first trade show and and to the point where you know like i say i don't think you've missed many or very many at all um of the big trade shows you know surfaces coverings and what other trade shows do you go to um so i go to trade shows in dallas uh in dallas they are called winter market okay and so um shaw mohawk adlita um Inner Ceramic, Emser, you know, all of the big tile guys, all of the big sure. flooring players have their winter market. Um, it's usually in January. And that is really, really cool because you get to see what's coming into 
the local scene, right? Mm -hmm. What is affecting me? Um, Southwest flooring market, which is super cool. There's also a Southeast flooring market. So like if you're in Georgia, Florida, whatever, a lot of those big flooring players are at those and it's catered to your region. So what we see in Dallas, which is going to be more of the rustic, more of the farmhouse, you know, a modern farmhouse is going to be, that's not what you're going to find in Florida, <laughs> you know, and or in Atlanta or in California. So uh, I would definitely start there if you're interested in attending a show, find out what shows are in your area, even if you have to drive a little bit um, to get to it. There's always great deals on hotels um, and it's such a cool place to go to because you can meet your reps, um, meet the vendors that are selling the product to you. Um, so it's just, it's such a, locally, it's such a great opportunity to just connect with other installers in the area, um, connect with your reps in the area. And also it creates really, really good content for your social media. And it opens your eyes to not only what's new on the market, but you're able to then relay that to your audience on social media, or if you have a showroom or, you know, your clients on the phone, you're able to tell them, oh my gosh, I have this, you know, there's a great new tile in the industry and it's a whatever, whatever, it's beautiful. Um, so just knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> All the, all the photos, you know, that you take just of all the amazing tiles and marble, you put that on social media or you, sh you know, you, you show that to somebody and their mind is blown. You know, they're like, I had no idea, you know, and you talk to them about porcelain slabs and uh, yeah. just any, any of the new technologies. People are really, you know, that's, it's, it's very shareable content and it shows that you're investing in your industry. It shows that you're educating others about your industry. You're a leader in your local area all that good stuff. The, the Southeast flooring market is January 19th through 20th, um, in Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. So we'll mm -hmm. put links to all these, uh, trade shows in, in the show notes, um, description, wherever you're watching or listening to this for sure. What, uh, so yeah. what would you tell somebody, what, what's your biggest tip, a couple tips maybe for attending a trade show for the first time, you know, we're the season is, uh, starting up again here in February with Tice um, to Vegas and, and this year it's going to be a really big week. I mean, my, I'll, I'll give my tip right now. Wear comfortable tennis shoes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Why don't you tell us what's going on, Angie? Exactly. So the, um, it all starts. So locally, everything starts in January. So get with your local reps, start locally. And then, um, January 31st through February 2nd, that's the big week, the big design week in Vegas. Um, I think my biggest tip would be buy your flights now, book your hotel now. Um, if you go to KBIS, uh, KBIS, uh, you're able to register there. Um, if you need a promo code for free registration, reach out to Luke or I, Luke, I don't know if you have one, but I can send you one, um, yeah, for free. You want to yeah. Say so, uh, well, there's a couple of different ones. So I don't, oh, I don't have like one in front of me. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. 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 yeah we'll, um, we'll put those links in the show notes for sure. Yeah. So you register for free and then you go, you book your hotel. And so the way that when you book your hotel is that you don't pay until you're there. 
So that's a really big help, especially if you're saving up to go. Um, you're able to get in on the deal of the big, large um, room blocks. So you're able to get whatever hotel you're at for mm -hmm. just a couple hundred bucks. Or if you want to, you know, stay somewhere else or use a different service or book directly with the hotel, you can do that. But I would do, I would say start planning early because um, it gets expensive quick if you wait too long because it is Vegas, first of all. That's just, you know, expensive already, but it's so worth it. And the sooner that you start planning for it, um, the better after Vegas week, design week is coverings. Um, and that's huge. Um, all of my installers, I've posted already on a couple of pages reminding everyone about the awards. Um, right. Jeff and I, Detail Style, we won a design award um, in 20. 20, I think, COVID. Mm -hmm. um, and so that was really fun. And um, a lot of our friends, JR Tile in San Antonio has won an award. Um, you know, Balin has won an award and mm -hmm. he was a rock star as well at coverings. And so there's a lot of things that you're able to promote and you're able to submit your designs. And it's not just designs, it's installations. So if you have a really intricate installation, you are able to submit that for an award. It doesn't cost you anything. Um, if you have an awesome design, you submit that. You can also nominate yourself or nominate someone else as a rock star in the industry. Um, we've seen a lot of awesome, awesome people be nominated and win for that from, um, from Ballin to Shannon uh, to just tons of awesome great people in our industry. Um, and that one's in Orlando. Coverings is in Orlando next in 2023. Um, and that's really cool. And of course, that one's a little bit different in the sense that it has everything to do with coverings, right? So everything mm -hmm. that you use to cover surfaces and um, it's such a cool time. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Coverings is tile. Um it's it's April 18th through the 21st. It's a four day show. It's it's tile. It's it's stone. It's it's panels. Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to find carpet. You're not going to find linoleum there, <laughs> um, to my knowledge. Anyway, I've never found it. <laughs> and there's a no. lot of a lot of educational learning opportunities. Um, you know, there's of course like the rock star event, like you know the the awards. Mark Christensen won an award I think last year mm -hmm. um, or two years ago rather, and and that's you know. Like Angie says, you know, you have a really intricate design, a really cool uh, project, submit it, you know, submit it and, and win the award, put it on your website, put it on your social media. I mean, that raises okay. your value, that raises your awareness in your local area as the experts you are, which right. is so valuable. I mean, it's so right. valuable. Um, and I was going to go over some of the educational opportunities um, if I see them here. Yeah, so there's there's um, you know roundtable business discussions. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not seeing the list. I thought I had it there, but it must I must have lost it. So I apologize. But there's lots of biz business learning opportunities, you know, design education opportunities. Sit in on a um, a TCNA committee handbook yes. committee. I, I think a lot of installers would really geek out and enjoy that. Um, 
it's not for everybody, but if you really like diving into the details and if you like, you know, diving into the way and the reason things are written in that book um, for, for the reason they are and the way they are, you know, have part of that discussion. You know, we need more installers around that table. Um, and so that's, again, in Orlando. And then the other ones just, you know, they're all happening at the same week. You know, TICE, this, the International Surfaces event where you'll have it, all things carpet, linoleum, uh, tile. Uh, there's also the uh, design and construction week that week, the, the first weekend in February, and then uh, I, IBS, mm -hmm. International Builder Show. So you got you got three huge KBiz, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is going on, and I know what uh, one of the things that's going on during ties. Um, if you not to leave the guys out, but there is um, women in construction, women in the flooring industry, um, tile chicks, uh, women in the NTCA. There's a lot of really great meetups hanging out for women in our industry from designers, installers, retailers, um, so many awesome things going on um, for women going on that week because it's such a huge thing. And there's like, you know, four or five different shows going on in four days. <laughs> yeah. And it's just such a great time to be, you know, to, to connect um, with other um, people in the industry. And it's such a great opportunity to be able to bring back some of the knowledge. And I know that the industry, a lot of guys and girls have talked about, you know, how lonely the industry can be sometimes and intrusive thoughts and, you know, mental health is, you know, such a scary thing that no one likes to talk about. But these networking events, you're really able to be like, hey, how are you coping during slow season? And how are you coping when you just can't find the right hire? And I know you've, you've touched a lot about that on, you know, pricing and finding the right help. And you've touched on mental health. And so being able to go to these events and being able to, to put a face to these issues and being like, hey, man, I really related to that. Or, you know, just it, it's such a great time of, camaraderie and you know it, it's a great time to just be able to to reconnect with what's important and the people around you to be able to bring you back to earth a little bit and remind you that it, it's okay and it's just tile and we're gonna get through it <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's so true. It's, it's very true, Angie. Thanks for, thanks for mentioning all that. It, it, you know, like you say, you know, get to know somebody in person is, is hugely beneficial. Big. You know, we think we know somebody on the internet and we don't, you know, it, it's just, you can't do it. I, I tried, you know, it's, it's no. tough. you can do it to a point, you know, and right. certainly you can stay in contact with people and there's all these great things. I mean, education, I mean, that's, that's my number one, you know, I, I love Facebook groups. I do. I can't get enough of them because if I want to know something, whether it's, you know, how to fix the lawnmower I just bought That's or the first place you go, it's the first place you go, either a group or YouTube, you know, depending right. on the problem, depending on the problem and business you in design, you usually like to talk, you know, with, with, uh, peers and they're so valuable for those smaller communities. Um, but of course, you know, it comes with all, all this other crazy stuff, you know, all the social media <laughs> stuff, like it's just wild looking at it from, 
from a distance and working in it too. It's just, it's kind of a trip, you know, watching Elon Musk do what he's doing with Twitter. Oh my and gosh. <laughs> things are just <laughs> crazy, but brings it back to trade shows, right? In-person events. Yes. Um, I don't know if we'll ever replace them. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, we see things changing. I mean, now we have three in one week. I mean, obviously the landscape is changing. How, you know, what are your, what are your thoughts on that as somebody who's kind of been investing in trade shows? Um, I don't think, I don't think they're going anywhere. Every year that I've been to KBiz, I've, this will be my fourth year going. Um, and every year it's bigger and bigger. Um, we went, um, uh, one year last year and it, KBiz was in Orlando and it was just, and that, it was huge. I mean, there were so many people. I mean, hundreds of thousands of people. And of course, with COVID, every, you know, there was um, like testing and all of the things, right? But it was just huge. And I don't think that it's going to be, I don't think trade shows are going anywhere. I think that more people and more companies are going to try to promote that and try to promote their people going and getting an education in, you know, at these shows from the vendors themselves. You know, when you go to these shows, you are hearing like Porcelanosa was there last year and you get to actually talk to the CEO of Porcelanosa and you get to talk to the people who are making it and how they, you know, and talk about the process of it. And, you know, one of the conversations I had with them was, you know, why, what are we doing wrong that your tile is, chi it chips so easily? Like what blade do we need to use? That's why I don't use Porcelanosa. What do we need to do in order to get it to not chip so easily and not have to order, you know, such a big waste factor? And they were like, oh, my gosh, OK, so here's our tips, you know, and they sit down with you. All of these vendors have tables and snacks and drinks, alcoholic, non-alcoholic. And it's such a cool time to be able to learn and ask the questions that you wish you could ask. And you feel like your local reps or your designer or your whoever isn't, you know, is unable to answer them for you. Um, the, you know, one of the great things about these big trade shows is that you're able to see what is going on worldwide, nationwide, rather than just in your bubble. Um, and maybe you'd be able to bring some of that into your bubble through the trade mm. show. Yeah. And it's just, it's not going anywhere. I know they tried doing some stuff online and it just wasn't the same. Like it was awful, but yeah, I, they're I, so not, I put on, I, I put on a, a three or four day trade show, online trade show uh, during COVID, the summer of COVID when coverings was canceled, New Orleans, big deal, you know, mm -hmm. big deal. I mean, the world was crazy and I, I did it. And, you know, looking back, we had pretty good attendance um, for that, for the amount of time I was asking. Them yeah. everybody. I mean, I think we were doing like six hours for three or four days in a row every day. And it, it was, I went, I went a little crazy on it. <laughs> But I thought, you know, let's try it. Let's try something new. And looking back retrospectively, you know, 2020, I, I can see it didn't really work because um, you were, I was asking too much of the people. You know, we had good attendance because, frankly, that was the summer. Everybody was home a lot, you know. Exactly. And it, it was well, kind and of it's so to easy to just pop in headphones and listen. Um, you know, I know a lot of, I know we did that, yep, you know. Yep. So we just popped in headphones and listened 
Um, the year that you did that, we details tile. It's always been a small crew of two or three girls running the ship along with Jeff. Mm -hmm. Um, and so for us, it wasn't really a lot of working from home because it mm -hmm. was, you know, we were all very careful and we all respected each other's space. And so that was one of the years where we just remember, are you logged on? Are you seeing this? Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So it's definitely, it was definitely welcomed, but it's not the same as going there and touching the tile, yeah. feeling the materials. Um, and it's not just you know, building materials, it's, you know, Grabo goes there, you know, and they have, you know, all of these products go there and tools, um, you know, and it, it's just speakers. I forget the, uh, the name of, it wasn't Bose. It was, um, I forget the name of the, the speaker company that was there and they have oh. like, they have, um, like a DeWalt battery, you know, and it's supposed to be like a radio for your um, project. Like if you're outside, you just connect your DeWalt battery to the speaker. And uh, they have coffee makers for your job site. And it's just, it's not just tile and porcelain slabs. It's tools and education and accessories for your job site. And it's awesome. Did you see the, I think it's convection um, stovetop where the, it was like the porcelain stovetop. Did you see that at, at, I think it was coverings in Vegas here, this last one. And you could put your hand on it. And yes. It like as soon as they turned it off, it was cold, but they could boil water. Yeah. I mean, where you're not going to be able to experience that no. over the internet, you know, the no. physical elements and everything. So, and I think, I think though, what the virtual stuff is really good for is the ongoing throughout the year education, like we're doing right yes. here. And like art, you know, NTCA has their artisan round table. There's one coming up with Jimmy Reed on pools. I'll put the link in the show notes, you know, all these kind of uh, round table discussions that we can have on zoom or the mastermind we're having through tile money university, things like that. So, so powerful, but I, I agree, you know, in, there's nothing like in-person events, um, to get to know people and get to, you know, hold, hold tools. I mean, there's a lot of value yeah. to hold a new tool. If I want to buy a montelet, I, you know, any sort of cutter, I'd rather hold it if I can and, and you know, feel the steel and just like right. there's certain things that you can't replace. What right. about virtual trade shows? Have you seen some of this VR stuff? My friend soul, he's up in Canada. He's, he's making a virtual tile showroom. Have you seen any of this stuff, Angie? I have. And so one of the cool things about virtual reality is so if you're using, for example, 2020, um, it has a VR capability. Mm -hmm. So if you have 2020 in your showroom with your designers, um, your client just pops on the thing and they can walk in their kitchen, they can walk in their bathroom. Um, uh, Chief Architect also offers um, a similar um, and of course, chief architects are my favorite because you can design outdoor spaces with them. Um, and you can also pop that on. Um, there's a lot of other really great vendors that do the same thing. Um, but I, I love the idea of being able to, you know, just pop something on and feel like I'm in a room with my friends and we're talking about this tile. You know, obviously it, it takes away the feeling of it that you're kind of in a bubble 
with blinders on and you're able to focus on what's in front of you and focus on the discussion mm-hmm. and be able to listen, um, you know, the information that the supplier or the vendor or whoever is, is talking to you about. I mean, I'd much rather do a VR session on, you know, waterproofing than watch a video on it. Right. You know, yeah, more immersed in it. Yeah. I think yeah, right. I'm, yeah. I, I've never done it. I mean, I've, I've never had the goggles on, so it'll be a first. I, I need to do that. I'm sure. I bet if I go to KBiz, I'll be able to do it there. I bet somebody will have goggles and I'll be able to do it. <laughs> yes, they will. So I think it was last year at KBiz 2020 was there and they had a couple of goggles you could put on and you, you know, they would show you a kitchen, a bathroom and all of these spaces um, and you're able to see it. Um, one of the tiles from Tile of Spain also had some VR um, and they were able to put you into their design where you're able to, you know, walk on Tile of Spain floor and the wall and a fireplace and a kitchen. And you're really able, you know, you're able to walk up to the countertop and you're physically able to see, oh, okay, this is what a seam is going to look like, or this is, you know, you're able to really interact with the material rather than just seeing it, you know, cause that's one of the biggest things. What does it look like installed, you know, right, right. and how does it cut? And that's where you kind of tie in the people with tools um, at these trade shows, because it's, you're not just walking up to like Makita and saying like, oh, I want to, Oh, cool. There's your drill. No, you can physically drill it and you right, can cut right, things exactly, and, exactly. you know, you can use the tools and be able to see how it's going to cut on marble, porcelain, ceramic, all of the things. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's exciting. It's exciting to see, you know, the crossovers and then what sticks and what kind of has to be, be changed as we evolve and grow. Um, I'm looking forward to the future. I mean, this is one heck of a, a week here uh, in, in Vegas, that first weekend in February. Uh, what's your plan? I mean, do you go to one show one day, then the next, and then the next, or do you pop? I mean, what, what's the most efficient way to hit three trade shows in three days? <laughs> yeah, so my plan is to get there to the 30th, which is the day before. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on the day before with various trades and various groups. So that's really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I would attend any of those things. I'll probably take that day as, you know, okay, let's prepare for the storm. Um, right. but I've right. never been to ties before. So I really, I, I really want to go do that. Um, I feel like I would really like it and I feel like it would be, it's the only trade show that I've never been to. So would love to do that. Um, KBiz, it's my favorite because you get to see everything as an interior designer. You get to see refrigerators and dishwashers and all of these cool things, all of these elements and fixtures that have to do with, you know, the pretty side of it. Um, There's also a hardware show, which is super cool. If, you know, if you have a showroom um, or even just to, you know, if you're a contractor and you install cabinets all day long, this is, that's a show that you need to go to so that you can get, um, you know, in touch with some of these cat, some of these hardware guys and be able to 
have, you know, some cool seashells or guitar hardware or whatever. Um, so my goal is to try to hit everything. Um, I usually don't go, don't stay at the shows all day just because I've been to so many of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I always download the app. Mm-hmm. Um, KBiz has an app. IBiz has an app. Um, so I don't know if Ty's has an app or, or not. I, I believe so. But. Um, but Coverings has an app. And so all of these shows have maps. They also have apps and within the app, they have a A list. Yeah, a map (laughs) and they have a list of vendors and you're able to start off who you want to go see. um, And they'll even let you like get in touch with Porcelanosa and say, hey, I would love to meet. Let's set an appointment for 10 o'clock on Tuesday and let's just chat for 10 minutes. Or if you want to talk to whoever on the tool side you're able to do that. And so pre-planning is huge, um, at least for me, because I don't want, I'm not going to walk the entire show. That's an all day thing. Um, so I'm going to hit the places that I would really like to, um, you know, see old friends, learn about new products, get some educational stuff in, see some panels. Um, you know, there's people who speak at these panels, um, I always try to catch a Tile Money podcast because you're always making a podcast with somebody at the, at a show. Um, there's live demonstrations. And so I just kind of pick my favorites or I pick something that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I go back to the hotel, I rest. And then the nighttime is when it just comes alive. Mm-hmm. Um, Schluter has parties. Custom has a party. Um, Constantino has parties. Um, Delta and Moen and all of these vendors have, you know, sponsor parties throughout that week. Um, and that's a really fun time to just be able to go and not just because it's a party, but you're able to, um, I think, communicate and hang out with these people in a different setting other mm. than very prim and proper and professional Right. And I think that, you know, those are the, those are the, those are the parties and these social hours mm-hmm. are some of my favorites because you get to meet some awesome people. I met Anthony Moses last year for the first time after like six years of being Facebook friends. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was at a social, uh, social event. And so it was just so much fun to be able to, to be there. I saw you there and um, it was just so much fun. And it's, you just have to kind of take it in bursts because it is Vegas and you're going to want to go crazy. But, you know, my biggest, one of the things that I always do is I always bring um, liquid IV. You buy it at Costco. It's a little powder. (laughs) (laughs) And you just pour it in your water bottle and that's it. And you have to keep hydrated because it's so easy to lose track of time. And you're not drinking water, you're not eating. And that's even just at the show, you know. That's before the drinking. That's before the drinking. Because <laughs> even at the show, it's so quickly to go six hours of just right. walking around with no eating. You're talking, you're having fun. You have to drink water, you have to have a snack. And there's, you know, there's no need for anyone to wear heels to the show. Yeah. Save your heels for the party. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. What's your favorite party? It's, I've never been to, it sounds like you've been to uh, some plumbing industry parties, some other industry parties. What was your favorite um, 
who throws the best party? So last year, Constantino had a party at Cabez in, was it Cabez or Cover, Coverings, I think. And that was in Orlando and it was at a club called Mangoes. And it is the best. That was, I think that party is by far my favorite. Um, that year, Schluter had their party at a bowling alley, which was also so much fun. Um, and then um, I forget who the uh, the first party in Vegas was by. I think it was probably by Moen or Kohler. Um, and that was a huge, huge party. Um, and it, it's so much fun to you know, to meet people and to be able to imbibe and eat and just have fun. And, you know, that's, that's when you get to enjoy Vegas for Vegas. Um, And you get to enjoy Orlando for Orlando or whatever city you're in. Um, But it's just, it's so much fun. Nice. Nice. And, and go with the intention guys to, uh, Set your intentions, you know, uh, Absolutely. if, if you want to meet six people in this industry and you think they're going to be there, find out if they're going and then make sure, like Angie said, you can even do it through the, through the apps. You can, you can have a meeting with, uh, you know, Porcelanosa is, is the example or, or Monolith or, or Ruby, you know, or Latacrete. You can have meetings with these people and, and, you know, see if they're a good partner for, for your business, you know, your business goals. And once you start thinking about these opportunities that exist there and you're making the trip, you're making the investment to get there. And now you're going to start, you know, extracting the ROI and a lot of it's relationships. So it's, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't mean to sound, you know, um, on caring or anything, but you know, really, if you want to advance in this industry, you gotta, you gotta, meet people who are doing things maybe similar but slightly different than you people who maybe have a different take on it and you can learn from people who you know again they're going through the same thing but they're uh six states away so they don't they're not afraid to bear all and just tell you hey here's what here's how it is here's how i operate my business here's what i think you can help and you know it's it's symbiotic right we all learn from from one another so I, I really appreciate Absolutely. this discussion, Angie. Thank you for coming on and sharing your, your knowledge and being an open book. Uh, where can people find you and reach out to you, uh, especially if they want to collaborate on a design or just get to know you or maybe connect with you uh, before they meet you in person? Where, where do you hang out? Facebook, Instagram? Yeah, so Facebook, Instagram is really big for me right now. That's where I'm getting a lot of traffic. Okay. Um, and it's Nico Tati Designs. Um, you can find my website. Um, I think I'm in a gajillion groups, so just search for me in there. Um, and I also, uh, I just want to encourage anyone who wants to submit an, for an award at coverings. Uh, the deadline for that is December 19th. Uh, if you need help submitting, um, something just, let me know. I'm more than happy to help go through the pictures, help with verbiage. Um, they're going to ask you for 10 pictures and each picture has a title and a caption. So that's a lot. Um, so if you need help with that, let me know. I would love to help. Um, because I think that, you know, it's such a beautiful trade and I think that your work should be out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if you don't win, you, you submit it. And what's the worst that happens? You know, there's, you, 
you walk yeah. away, you know, you nobody at has least, to know. Nobody has yeah, to know. <laughs> yeah, you still walk away and they have, you know, they've been doing this thing where they have the winners and then they do honorable mentions. Um, right. And they also did last year, they did a couple of, you know, it wasn't honorable mentions. It was just like some submissions, um, you know, so it was just something like, oh, here, this was really cool. This was submitted and this was really cool. Um, and so there's a lot of exposure that way. And I think it's really a really neat way to get involved with the show producers um, and a really neat way to get to know them. Uh, one of the show producers, Allie, I still talk to her. We're per friends on Facebook. We see each other every time at coverings and we give each other a big hug and we make sure to have lunch together and catch up. And she's had a baby. I've had a baby. They were both COVID babies. And so it was, you know, you're able to, you know, get to know uh, why would I be friends with the show producer? Yeah. Why not? You know, <laughs> so right. I not? encourage yeah. you guys. I encourage. Yeah. So if anyone needs help submitting for an award, I am more than happy to help you uh, walk you through it or, you know, any, any help that you need for that. And if, um, and what was the deadline yeah. again? December 8th? December 19th. Oh, 19th. All right. We got a, uh -huh. we got a few more weeks. Angie, that's a fabulous weeks. offer. That's a fabulous offer. Um, take her up on it. If, if you think you have a, a really good project and you have really good photos and you think it, it, it could, you know, but, but the website confuses you. It, it's a, it's a process. I mean, there's a lot of work to it submit it. So that's a good offer from Angie. That's very generous of you. Thank you. Um, and I'll put the link to your website and your Facebook and Instagram in the description of this episode, wherever you're watching or listening to this. Angie, thanks again for coming on and I hope you have a great day. Thank you, Luke. We'll see you later. All right. Bye-bye. That's a wrap. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It went really well, I think. I think so too. Yeah, we covered a lot of good stuff. So next week I'm, I'm putting uh, Jeff, I interviewed Jeff a few weeks ago. So Jeff's comes out next cool. week and then I think I'm going to run yours right after Jeff's and that'll okay, be like, cool. I'll, I'll, it'll be cool. I think that'll be fun. Full circle. Yeah. I think that'll be yeah. fun. Awesome. Well, perfect. Thank you so much again, Luke. And you're if welcome. you need anything, let me know. Let us know when you come to Dallas. I will definitely. Absolutely. All right, Angie, we'll take cool. care. See ya. All right, Tile friends. I hope you enjoyed that discussion with Angie as much as I enjoyed having it with her. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. This is a weekly podcast where we have these longer format um, style conversations as well as multiple shorter content throughout the week, often uh, when, I, when I get up to it. Um, and I want to hear from you. Let us know what you liked about this podcast. Let us know what you like about the shorter content, the longer content, what you'd like to hear more of. You can contact me on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. Uh, I'm even on Twitter, you know, just at tile money. And if you like this podcast, think about leaving us a five-star review over on iTunes or our Facebook business page. All right, Tile friends, stay positive out there. It's a crazy, crazy world. And above all else, please remember you're in business. So please, please, please stay profitable, Tile friends. All right, over and out. We'll talk to you next week.